Um, hello everyone, it's very nice to be here again speaking to you. Uh, we are going to start our annual general meeting, but first we have to wait for the confirmation of the ICOFON Secretary Marion Bertin, who is checking if we have quorum for this, this meeting. We need a minimum of participants, of ICOFON members participants, of course, as you know, I believe Rob and Susie have informed you before that this uh, assembly is open to everyone, but we need a minimum uh, participation of ICOFOM voting members. And also, I would like to uh, remind you that only members will be able to vote. So we trust you that when we have uh, our polls, we have exactly three polls during this meeting uh, that will need your votes. Uh, those polls are for ICOFON members only. Um, Marion, I'll just check if she's, if we have the quorum to start this meeting. Okay. Okay, so we have. Um, first of all, I have to thank everyone involved in the organization of this event. This is the first time the ICOFON general meeting is happening in the virtual form, and it's a challenge for all of us. Uh, it is the first general meeting that I'm coordinating, and of course, it's been challenging. But also, um, I know that all of us have had a very long day with a lot of activities from this very stimulating event organized by Robert and Susie. Um, so I'll try to be as objective as possible. But at the same time, I think it's very important that you re-communicate. The annual general meeting is the moment when the board and the chair of ICOFOM have the opportunity to directly approach the members and to also to hear from you what you expect from ICOFOM in the following year. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be very careful to hear from you and to try to express uh, as much as possible the activities we are developing in this year. And so this way, this assembly was only possible because of the people who supported it technically and conceptually. So I have to thank um, Lynn Maranda, who is doing the minutes for this meeting, and Marion Bertin, who is checking the members and making the member lists. Um, of course, Susie and Robert, who made possible for us to meet through this platform. Um, and also Kwoning Cheng, um, who is president of ICOFOM ASPAC and sent me the information from the, our subcommittee. Um, and also Olga Nassor, who unfortunately couldn't be here today for family issues, but she uh, also sent me the ICOFOM LUM report. And of course, our treasurer, Daniel Schmidt, who has also prepared a financial report that he's going to be presenting to you soon. Okay, then uh, I'm going to start. The first point is the approval of our agenda. Um, this is the agenda for the meeting today. Uh, and the first uh, poll that you're going to have to take is for the approval of the agenda. And please, I will ask you if you have any comments or any, any point you would like to add to communicate through the chat. I believe everyone can use the chat. Rob can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and the poll just appeared here. I think we are all supposed to vote now. People are voting. And yes, Bruno, anybody okay. can use the chat box down at the bottom right corner. Great. I'm just going to so leave that feel open. Free, feel free to use the chat box. Thank you, Rob. 
and also in the end we are going to have a moment for questions and comments uh, after I present uh, our activities and the report for this year. You all have a chance to speak or to chat, but anyways, if you want to make a comment, I'll try to follow it through the chat as well. Okay, I think we have 100% approval of the agenda, so we can, we can move on um, to point three of the agenda, which is the approval of the minutes from our last uh, AGM, our last uh, annual general meeting that happened last year in September in Kyoto. These minutes, I believe you already have access to them in the website, in the ICOFOM website. They, I believe they are there for at least one or two months for you to consult. So I'll ask you to vote for approval of the minutes for last year's general meeting. I think it's working well, the vote. Okay, we, I think we have approval of the majority, 100% uh, approval. Thank you very much for voting. I mean, those were the two first votes. We only have one more about the financial report, so I will continue uh, with the next point. Um, now I should present to you the annual report, which is my report and the report done by the members of the ICOFOM board, um, uh, informing you uh, and other members about our uh, year, uh, our year since 2019 to 2020, which, which has been a very busy year for ICOFOM and a very complicated year to all uh, committees of ICOM, as you might have imagined. Uh, the first point of the report is the ICOM current situation. I, I would like to comment a little bit on how ICOFOM has dealt with the difficult, um, we can say, governmental crisis within the ICOM organization since the resignation of several members, including members of the Executive Council, members of the uh, MDPP, and uh, last uh, our former president Suai Atsoi, who also resigned. Um, ICOFOM has, of course, tried to follow as closest as possible all the developments from these resignations and trying to understand the situation. It's very important to say that it was a surprise for all of us, I believe for most of us, what was going on was not at all clear, neither to members nor to uh, chairs of the committees. And in a way, it was a big surprise, and we tried since then to evaluate the situation and to see what could be done in order to improve icon, icon communication and governance. This is, of course, a big discussion until now. You all know that since uh, the ICOM assemblies, we had uh, a, a, a huge change in, for example, in the communication of ICOM to its members. Now you can see a lot of minutes and reports in the ICOM platform for membership that are available for members because we chairs of national and international committees asked a commitment for the executive board to be transparent because we felt like before things were not as transparent as they should be in an international organization as big as ICOM. So, um, in terms of ICOFOM, in the middle of all that, we have had a very good relation with President Suai Zoy, and I, I have to say that we also have a good relationship 
with uh, the current president, Alberto Garlandini, who has always been very um, generous towards ICOFOM. Uh, so our relations with ICOM and with the executive board are um, strong relationships, but yes, we have also asked them for transparency, for minutes of meetings that were not clear to the members what they regarded. So um, for us, it has been a very interesting, a difficult moment, but a very interesting moment to actually try to change how things were being communicated within the ICON organization. This has also allowed ICOFOM to be more engaged in communication with other international communities. We have a working group for international communities, and in this working group, we have actively participated in the debates regarding ICOM future and credibility. For now, uh, we have uh, a change in course, a new commitment from the executive board, and a new commit commitment from the elected president, Alberto Garlandini, regarding uh, transparency, uh, good communication to members, and also a community, uh, a commitment towards the ICOM museum definition, which is a big issue. As you know, since Kyoto, we have had huge debates, and this is the second point of my report. Of course, you can ask questions and we can com comment more about the ICON situation later, but this is the information that I have to you. More than that would be based on my personal opinions, and I don't think I should uh, base my report on my opinions of what's happening. Uh, objectively, this is what's happening, and of course, we know that this crisis also involved the museum definition and the standing committee entitled Museum Definition Prospects and Potentials. One of the first things that happened uh, that allowed us to identify the, the situation of ICOM was the resignation of the chair of this committee, Yete Sandal, which happened in, in, I believe, in March this year, and, and then the, the resignation of other four members of this committee. Um, in fact, there was a problem of communication inside the MDPP2, which is a committee that uh, I represent ICOFOM in this committee. Since January this year, I was designated to uh, represent ICOFOM, and I have been working very hard with them and, and also with the former chair, Yate Sandal, in order to develop a new methodology of analysis uh, for the museum definition. Uh, and, uh, but the communication uh, to the EB was very difficult the communication among members of the NDPP2 was difficult. Uh, there were a lot of personal matters, I believe, in, in the way to get a clear and continuous communication among members. So uh, I, I believe that because of this difficulty of communication and of autonomy inside the NDPP, uh, Yete decided to resign, and then other members also decided to resign. So us, the remaining members, who are now 15 members of this uh, standing committee, uh, have asked the executive council and the president to establish a better relationship with this standing committee and to prioritize the autonomy of the MDPP2 inside the ICOM organization. So uh, I'm glad to inform you that we had a first meeting after the crisis this morning, today, uh, it was a very long and very productive meeting, I believe, uh, in which it, it has been decided that the MDPP will develop a methodology which is based uh, centrally in the consultation of 
international and national committees. So we are now developing uh, a more uh, detailed methodology to make this consultation, but the idea is for the MDPP to ask for the different committees of ICOM to present a proposal by next year of uh, one or two museum definitions. That's the initial uh, proposal that we have, but of course this is going to be discussed in a further meeting. Uh, I'm glad to tell you that as ICOFOM chair, I am in a smaller working group to develop this methodology based on the methodology that we have established uh, in ICOFOM last year when we had a very interesting survey on the museum definition with our members. So since then, I believe that ICOFOM has, have, has developed some experience with the discussion around the museum definition, uh, not to mention all the discussion we have already had uh, before all these years when ICOFOM has had uh, a very rich uh, special project on terminology that I don't have to tell you about because it's a very well-known project on museum terminology, museology terminology since the 1990s. And of course, ICOFOM is a very important committee in this process. And I think the MDPP really recognizes our role in the process of conceiving a new museum definition. So for now, what we have is uh, this new committee that is yet to decide who is going to be chair. We don't have a chair right now, but today, for example, in the meeting, we have discussed the possibility of have uh, more than one chair to have a, a dual um, leadership in this uh, committee, which I think can be very healthy to the committee. And we do have a smaller working group to define a methodology that will start to work the next week. So this is what I have to say about the museum definition. Um, also, I'm ready to answer to your questions if you have uh, during the last moment of this session. The next point regards what we have been doing uh, in our publication sector. And I'm very glad to say also that iPerform has been uh, very active this year regarding publications, uh, especially because one of the things that we have decided last year in the board, in the board meeting in Kyoto was that our, our main journal, ICOFOM Study Series, was going to become um, biennial, uh, which means we, we would have not only one issue per year, but two issues uh, in order to make it a more consistent and periodical academic journal. So this was a commitment of this board. This was a commitment that I made also to members, and I, I'm very happy to say that this year we are already accomplishing this difficult task, having one first issue already published this month, uh, the, the issue 48 number one, uh, with the topic The Future of Tradition in Museology. And we also have, we are in almost the final stages of the editorial process, already receiving the evaluation of articles uh, for a second number for this issue uh, with the special topic on the definition of the museum. The title is Defining the Museum, Challenges and Compromises of the 21st Century. And I'm very glad to say that 17 articles have been through evaluation and we have now uh, already gave the feedback to authors and soon will be uh, editing this, this issue that should be uh, published before December. Also, regarding ICOFOM study series, we have uh, two issues already being planned for next year. 
uh, one of them, the first one, is going to be organized by guest editor Susie Chong, who uh, organized this event, and it is going to be based on the presentations from this online symposium. So also, it's nice to know that all the great and interesting things that we have heard in the past two days are going to originate a publication uh, um, after evaluation and selection of peers for ISS. Also, for the second semester of next year, we have one special issue that is actually it's, it's an issue based on our uh, annual symposium that I'm going to be talking about uh, in a few minutes uh, with the topic Decolonizing Museology, Museums, Mixtures, and Myths of Origin uh, with, with the guest editors Yves Bergeron and Michel Rizet. Uh, in parallel to the ICOFOM study series, we have our, our book series uh, with materials for our discussions, with, with it, which is a book uh, with the selected papers for our symposium, with a more broad selection of papers for communications in our symposiums. And the first one that is going to be published next is Decolonizing the Museum, with the, Decolonizing Museology, Sordon, pardon me, uh, with the 43 papers approved from our call for papers for the Canada meeting. As you know, we have had a very particular year. We, we are going to have a meeting in October in Canada with this topic. So we had already opened a call for papers and we have received many interesting proposals. Uh, from these proposals, we have selected 43 pre-approved papers to be communicated in the symposium. But after a long discussion with the local organizers uh, from Canada, especially Eve and Michelle, we have decided to postpone this event to next year. And uh, we are now uh, thinking that it's going to be in March, from 15 to the 20th of March, 2021. And uh, in this symposium, of course, these 43 papers are going to be presented. So we are going to publish the publication in advance to the symposium as usual, uh, but maybe a little bit more in advance than usual because uh, this symposium had to be postponed, which I think it's very nice that will give time to the, for the authors to mature and, and ponder on their own papers and research. And I'm sure we are going to have a very stimulating event next year. Also, in the series of materials for our discussion, we have two publications being organized in the special project uh, that we have approved this year on museums, community action, and decolonization. We have had two call for papers, one for a symposium that I'm organizing with UniRio uh, here in Rio de Janeiro that's going to be an online symposium in December, and another one that's being organized uh, by Professor Karen Brown in St. Andrews University. And which is going to happen also in December this year. So we're going to have two symposiums, two online symposiums on this very interesting topic with two publications. We are working very hard to publish this book uh, by the time of the symposium. I, I hope we can do it. We are, we are doing uh, very hard work on it. We have a great team involved in these two publications. And I'm very happy to say that we might have a new series of publications on this topic soon. So here you can see uh, the ICOFOM study series. Uh, this is the last issue that was published this month. 
uh, and it's available and, and in the portal openeditions.org, which is a French portal for uh, scientific journals. Uh, this is the issue I was talking about, the future of tradition in museology, and soon we'll have our next issue, our next number of this year, which is defining the museum challenges and compromises of the 21st century. We also have published in the beginning of the year two books on the series of icophone monographs that were organized by François Marès from uh, projects from project that happened last year and an event that was organized in France in May 2019 um, with the selection of papers. And these papers are related to the project, the history of museology coordinated also uh, in ICOFOM since 2014. So these are two new publications that are, all these publications are available on a website and you can access them online freely, uh, free of charge and they are digital books. This year we are mainly working with digital books. Of course, we are printing some books. We have printed some copies of ISS for authors and for institutions, but we are prioritizing the online publications because it's very difficult right now, more than ever, to circulate uh, the printed copies around the world. Uh, and as, as I was telling you, we also have planned a new series of books that we are starting this year, but this is part of the project Museums, Community Action and Decolonization that is going to happen uh, until to 2022. This is a project that has been approved by ICOM SARAC. So this year we have received some money to this project and we, we have to use it. So that's why we are organizing two symposiums for December with two publications um, on this topic with different um, interpretations of the topic, of course. Uh, and I definitely ask you to stay tuned because I think other publications may come in the future on this topic. So the, up the upcoming webinars and online conferences, of course, this year we have to adapt for different format of symposiums. And that's why this, uh, this assembly ha is happening in a symposium that was already planned but became our annual symposium on theoretical museology in the U.S. and tribal contexts. And I thank again Susie for proposing this symposium back then last year so that we could be prepared for, uh, for it this year. So uh, this was our first online symposium, but of course it's not going to be the last. And we are having other two symposiums this year, as I mentioned, uh, the one in Rio, which will happen from 2 to 3 December 2020, and also afterwards the one in St. Andrews, that's also going to be an online conference from 10 to 11 December in the next week. So save your first weeks of December for all these great presentations. I can tell you that we have been receiving very interesting proposals for these events and it's going to be a very nice month of December discussing decolonization and museology. Um, we also have in this series of uh, events with this topic, the proposal to organize a physical symposium, I hope, in New Caledonia in September 2021. Maybe it's August, I don't know, I think I made a mistake here. Marion can correct me later, because Marion Bertin is the person responsible to organize this event in New Caledonia, which is 
uh, very interesting because they are there are many in interesting institutions from the Pacific region that are willing to discuss community action and decolonization with ICOFOM. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope you can also uh, save the date. We are soon going to be um, disseminating the, the real date. I think it's August. I think there was a mistake here. It's not September. And also, of course, we have next year our annual symposium in 2021 with the topic Decolonizing Museology, Museums, Mixtures and Myths of Origin that has already a date. It's from 15 to 20 March uh, 2021 um, and possibly it's going to be a virtual symposium or a physical symposium if we can. We are ob obviously are going to be evaluating the conditions of international circulation for the, the, the next months to see how this symposium is going to be organized. Now, I have to say a few words about the report from our subcommittees, ICOFOM LUM and ICOFOM ASPAC. I asked the chairs of these committees to send, me, to send me the information they could, and so I'm going, to, I'm going to try to summarize them for you. Of course, you can be in touch with them. You can follow their websites, which are connected to our website. Um, all the publications are there or all the events are there. But I'm going to try to summarize because I think they have been doing some very interesting work that should be mentioned here. So for ICOFOM LAM, we have a series of publications that, what, that is also connected to a special project approved by ICOM SAREC last year in 2019 which was entitled Latin American Museological Theorists, Fundamental Papers. You might have already seen these papers, uh, on uh, uh, this, these books on our website. I have an image here for you. These are uh, books that are in the series of monographs of ICOFOM, organized by ICOFOM LUM with editors Olga Nassor, Sandra Escudero, and Luciana Menezes de Carvalho who have worked very hard together, some interesting Latin American papers from authors that we know, some of them we know very well, but they had presented um, uh, never published papers like Valdez Arrusi, which is very interesting to see that there are um, papers that, that have never been published by ICOFOM before. Also, some authors who we did not have so many production published, and now we have, like Marta Rona Perez from Cuba, and I know that they are still organizing two other publications, possibly to be published by the end of the year uh, on this same series. So I think it's, I have to thank them for doing, uh, not, not only the editors, but all the ICOFOM Long Board for working in this amazing project that is also, uh, for me, a testimony of the, the history of museology in Latin America. A second point from ICOFOM Long uh, is about the annual meetings. ICOFOM LAM has had one physical annual meeting last year in Guatemala in November um, with the partnership of ICOM El Salvador, ICOM Guatemala, and the Universidad del Valle in Guatemala on the topic museums, traditions, and collective constructions in Latin America and the Caribbean theoretical approach. Um, and in 2020, they are planning a meeting that is going to be completely virtual. I think this has already been decided with the partnership of ICOM Argentina and the Universidad Nacional de Córdoba, Argentina, uh, where they are going to be discussing towards the definition of museum from a Latin American and Caribbean perspective 
Epistemological Foundations. It will be held from 4 to 6 November this year. I think this is a very interesting topic. It's a very nice opportunity for Latin America to present its own perspective on the museum definition. I hope you can all uh, be there. And Luciana is just informing us here that there is a call for papers open for this event until December, the 7th of September. This is very important. Please send your papers on this subject. Okay, also still speaking about Icofam Lund that has been very active this past year. They had a seminar on museological theory literacy um, that was organized, uh, I believe, in Argentina this year by professors Sandra Estudero and Luciana Menezes de Carvalho. This is a series of uh, theoretical museology seminars that Icofam Lund has been doing, I believe, for the past five years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, also, they have been publishing the annals of their annual meetings. This year, you might have seen on a website and on, and on social media the publication of the book from, from Cuba. Uh, and also, they are planning and they are organizing uh, the book from Paraguay from, I believe, 2018 with the topic Hyperconnected Museological Institutions, Museology, Education, and Cultural Action. And they are also organizing uh, the, this, uh, a publication from the issue that they, are, they did last year in Guatemala, as far as I know. Okay, uh, so this is for ICOFOM LAM. Um, ICOFOM ASPAC also had a complicated year because of, like all of us, they had to adjust to the circumstances and they were planning a very well-organized and interesting event in South Korea that was supposed to be this year in September. Uh, but they had to postpone it to next year. So ICOFOM ASPAC next annual symposium will be in Seoul, South Korea, uh, either in April or in October 2021. They are still evaluating when this, this, this event is going to, to be uh, organized because maybe if in April we are still not able to travel, they might choose to do it in October. We'll see, but so stay tuned. And the topic for this event is Museums in Contemporary Metropolises, Museological Issues and Challenges. Okay, then now I will uh, give the floor to Daniel Schmidt, who is our treasurer, who is going to shortly present uh, the report. And you have a poll. Uh, you can vote if you approve the financial report, which is already available on our website for a while now. So I will let Danielle speak, and then I'll, I'll come back with the final upcoming uh, plans for Icofone. Hello, Danielle. I, I, I can hear you. I think you have to... Can you hear me? Is it okay? Yes? Is the quality okay? Yeah, is, it, is it okay? Yes, now it's perfect. Yes? Okay. Yeah. I Hello, everybody. Nice to see you, too. Yeah. Uh, I, will, I will try to keep it short. Uh, so I'll make it very brief. Uh, we start the year 2019 with 80,051 euro on our ICOFOM account. And I'll, I will give the financial amount without decimals, just to be simpler. And uh, during the, the year 
2019, we received, uh, we received subsidies from ICOM for an amount of 10,801 euros. So we also received a special grant for a specific project for an amount of uh, 3,500 euros. We have sold books, mainly in Kyoto, for 910 euros. Um, the financial interest, unfortunately, this is not really a profit because we have been credited, um, because we have been debited by, by mistake by the bank. So it should be subtracted, subtracted by the bank charges from the bank charges. This means, uh, this means that in reality, the bank charges are about uh, 250 euros per year. The design, the layout of the books, and the printing of the book, uh, the books cost uh, 6,136 euro. And as Bruno, President Bruno said, uh, this is an important part of ICOFM activity. Uh, we have given eight grants for travel and stay in Kyoto for an amount of 7,250 euro. The bank charges are about uh, three hundred and fourteen euro, but as I said, in reality, uh, they are more like uh, two hundred and fifty euro. Finally, the miscellaneous costs correspond to the printing of posters in Kyoto for an amount of uh, uh, fifty-two euro. This brings us to a balance um, on September thirty-one, twenty nineteen of uh, 19,537 euro. So one, just one word about the current situation. We have received from ICOM the same amount this year, approximately the same amount this year than last year. I mean, approximately 10,000 10, euro. And we have spent a, a little until today. So the current balance uh, today is 27,400 euro, 27,400 euro. So we can do quite a lot of things with that money. Um, thank you very much for your attention. Is it okay? Any question of that? Yes, thank you, Daniel. It was great. I, I also would like to add that I have been speaking to Peter Keller from ICON to see how things are going to be next year because, for instance, there are a lot of things that uh, wait on our evaluation, like do we, giving grants to young members and things like that that we are not going to be able to do this year. And they are considering that things might change in terms of how we spend this money. Maybe we don't have to spend it all this year. Some of the money for the projects that have been approved can be spent next year because evidently most of us, most of the communities are having problems uh, doing the events and doing the publications as we used to. So I think there is going to be a lot of changes next year. So it's good that we have a good reserve of money and let's continue our projects, but definitely pay attention to how ICOM is going to be evaluating us. Um, so I will ask you all to vote now and approve, if you haven't already done it, the report uh, presented by Daniel. Okay, I think we have, I believe we have the majority of the votes now. Okay.
thank you, Daniel, once again. It was nice. Um, okay, so I should say a little bit just to open up the floor to questions and comments. I would like to remind you of our future plans. Some of them I have already mentioned here. Um, we have evidently, and we are looking forward to our next annual symposium. I really hope it's a physical symposium, uh, but even if it isn't, it's going to be great, which is going to happen next year in Canada. And Michelle, just remind me here on the chat that it's important to let you know that it's going to happen in three cities, three different cities, Montreal, Ottawa, and Toronto, from 15 to 20 March 2021. Uh, we have already received and evaluated the papers for presentations in this event, and I have to tell you that it's a very uh, great selection of papers. I think we're going to have very nice presentations and keynote speeches next year. I'm looking forward to it, and especially to be with the Canadians in these different institutions uh, who are going to be hosting this event. Also, now, the, about this year, we still have the two special conferences that are going to be happening online, and I also hope you can be with us. Uh, the next one is happening early December this year with the topic, the museum experience, museums, community action, and decolonization. And I'm organizing it here based on UniRio at the University of Rio de Janeiro. And following this event, we have a second um, online conference organized in, by St. Andrews University from 10 to 11 December with the topic Museums and Community Action, Decolonizing the Curriculum. It's going to be a very interesting event discussing the decolonization of museological curriculum in different universities with different presenters, uh, a very international uh, event that's going to be happening this year. So please stay with us. We are having a difficult year, but it's very important that we stay connected. And of course, we also have, I hope, next year, the event organized in Noumea that's going to be happening in August. And Marion has just posted here uh, to correct me that is actually in late August. But we are soon going to have a date. Uh, oh, sorry. I, oh, OK, the, the third city from the uh, Canadian event is Quebec and not Toronto. Sorry, Michelle, it was my mistake. Um, okay, it's Quebec then, Quebec City. So thank you for letting us know. Okay, so you can see how we have so many great activities planned for this year and next year. I have to say that none of these would not would have been possible without the participation, the active participation of ICOFOM members and especially the ICOFOM board. So I'm completely thankful to all of you who have been contributing to the ICOFOM activities this year and also to all of you who have stayed with us until this time after two days of very uh, active discussions in the symposium here. So now I believe I have ended my part. It's the part where I would like to hear from you, uh, your questions and comments. I believe you can use your mic. Uh, or the chat, if you prefer. Um, we can talk about any of the points that have been already raised or another thing that I might have uh, forgotten to mention. Does anybody have a question?
Okay, Rob is just informing me that the microphones are open if you want to speak. Uh, Melissa is asking where can we find more about the Experimental Museology Seminar. Hi Melissa, it's nice to see you here with us. Um, yes, we have the call for papers was in our uh, platform, in our website. And uh, I believe we have more information on social media also. But we will soon have a program. It's because we don't have a program yet. We have been evaluating the proposals. We have received many proposals. I think it's important to say that the ICOFON members have been very active this year. And we have, for all our call for papers, we have received a great amount of proposals, which is good, but also gives, gives us a lot of work. So uh, we will have a program very soon. Uh, and I, we, obviously, Marion and Luciana will be sharing with you through our newsletter. Okay, does anybody else have a question? No? Okay. Does anybody from the board want to add something to all the things that I have said or everybody is just too tired? Okay then. Um, in this case, I, would, I will close this session right now. And again, thank you all for staying with us and for participating in the ICOFOM events. As I said before, please stay tuned. Our events are made for members and I hope you can all enjoy our activities from now on, not just this year, but next year and in the following one. Thank you very much for your participation. Okay. I'm going to end the recording now. Thank you, Rob.